Welcome back to Season 2 of Nouns Folk. I'm Kriptasha, your host, and I'm really excited to continue getting to know all of the passionate proliferators of the Nouniverse. Last season, we focused on members of Sharkdale with our Meet the Shark series. This season, we'll expand to cover many more. Before we begin, I'm very honored to announce that this episode is sponsored by The Noun Square, media hub of the Nouniverse. Check them out on Twitter Spaces every day at Noun O'Clock to participate in FOMO nouns, contests, and keep up to date on Nounish news. Between the soapbox spaces they host for Nounish communities to voting on proposals with their delegated noun, they have something exciting going on every single day. So make sure to check out their Twitter page at The Noun Square and thenounsquare.info for more information about them. Uh, make sure to stick around to the end of the episode to hear more about them, especially if you're new to nouns. With all that being said, thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy the episode. GM, GM, everyone. Welcome to Nouns Folk. I'm Kryptasha, and on this show, I interview now- the Nounish community, whether that's builders, artists, or people who own nouns, um, and people who don't. And today I have Obtoshi on the show, and you probably know her through uh, Nouns on the Ground, the Nounsel, and then being in Noun, noun the Clock. Um, how are you doing today? I'm great. How are you, Kriptasha? I'm good. I'm so glad you could make it. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, of course. Well, um, we have a lot to talk about because you're involved in so many aspects of the Nounish community, so this is going to be very fun. Um, yeah. I know you've been traveling a lot lately. Is that part of Nouns on the Ground? That is part of Nouns on the Ground. So I just finished my second event that I've been a part of. Um, The first event was NFT Expoverse. That was in Los Angeles um, at the end of July, beginning of August. And then my second event was actually supposed to be NFT Nashville. That did get canceled or I guess postponed on their part. So luckily, uh, Patricio from POAP, uh, let me know that another really significant sort of crypto culture event was happening. So that was ETH Berlin. Um, mm-hmm. And that was happening uh, just this last weekend. So I have been in Germany for a little bit over a week now. Um, and it's just been, it's been incredible. I, I guess I didn't really, I knew I was going to go to NFT London in November for my third event, but I just didn't understand like how fast I would be going like international too. So it was my first time over here in Europe as well. And I just, it was a really incredible event. Oh, that's really cool. So, yeah, I planned to go to Nashville, and then and then all of a sudden, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> you planned yeah, to go. Berlin. Yeah, um, and that's that's wild. So, Berlin, way different <laughs> from Nashville, <laughs> and knowing, yes. and the first and, time in in Europe too. Yes, and like, um, I think when I was trying to pick these like big major sort of NFT crypto style events for my prop originally. Um, NFT Nashville really got my attention because it was more music based. Um, and I think that the NFT music world, uh, as much as we're early adopters in general, the NFT music world is just, you know, barely getting started. And so that's what I was most excited about. It looked like, I don't know what was going on with them, but I hope that they do just postpone it, and I hope that we end up getting to see more of like a concert sort of festival type NFT event soon. I hope so too. That would be nice because I'd hopefully be able to make it to that one. I've been to Nashville a few times, and I'm a little closer to Nashville than I am some other places. So yeah, and they're all about the music. So that would be a great like sort of incubator for NFT music, and I love music too, so... That's, you said you're close to Nashville. I'm pretty close to Nashville, too. Oh, really? 
Yeah, no, I haven't like disclosed exactly where I am. Really? Yeah. yeah. And you can get yeah. that part out too, but I'm in Asheville, but we can talk about that later. Okay. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm in Kentucky. You know, they can. Oh, we're totally close to each other. We are. I was wondering, <laughs> like, who was close to who and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm kind of in the middle of Nashville and Louisville. Oh, that is awesome. <laughs> Just a couple That's hours awesome. away from me. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to come into Nashville if there's ever an NFT expo too, because that'll be, that'll be fun. I've been there a few times, like I said, but. It would be nice to have something to do besides, like, dropping in to, like, you know, I don't know, see the sights. Yep. And I think it's it's very interesting, too, because... So my proposal for on, Nans on the Ground was Proposal 110. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just have, like, these uh, couple events that... It was originally, like, these five events that I'm going to go to and to proliferate nouns. Um, but while being in these cities and going to these events, I've also really took it upon myself to like go out and try to talk to non-crypto natives. And so as much as I'll also go to the event and I love getting interviews of the people that are there and sort of introducing Nounsdow to everybody who's potentially already sort of familiar with NFTs and crypto, um, I've been really enjoying this other little segment I've been doing called What is a Noun? And so I bring these Noggle shirts with me. And so you'll see that on my Nounso TG account. It's, it's just this white shirt uh, with the original, that little like black Noggles icon, I believe that Matt Downey had originally created. Oh, okay. Uh, and I ask random people on the street, uh, what is a noun? And sort of have this experience with them where... Maybe a year from now, they'll see that on TikTok or see it on YouTube, right? And they won't. Maybe it'll take them that long to sort of assimilate that I was talking about Nounsdow, right? But that's part of like the interesting piece of this like guerrilla marketing portion of Nouns on the Ground is like having these conversations that are a lot less of, hey, this is an ad. Have you seen these people? You should join Nouns, right? And a little bit more of like a cultural sort of like vibe where maybe they're like, why is this lady asking me what a noun is? But right. it might be a little bit later, or maybe they'll be out with friends one day who are into NFTs and they bring up nouns, right? And then they could be like, oh my gosh, I remember that. That's so Yeah. Yeah. Do you, um, do you ever interview people when you're out and about? Yes. And Just funny enough, the I, yes, yes. I, um, and probably after this interview, uh, we just finished editing my very first video from NFT Expoverse. So I have about seven or eight really great interviews in there, interviewing people inside the Expoverse. I think it's important since we are so early, I guess, to crypto. I know that we hear that saying being thrown around a lot, but it is true mm-hmm. um, that not only, you know, can I and should I be proliferating nouns now, but I have to do that same type of proliferation for the crypto community as a whole, right? And so I think it's really important to highlight other people, uh, find out what they're doing. If, if, if I'm early and at the event, they are too, if they're there with the booth, right? So uh, yeah. I got a lot of great interviews with the people running the event and some awesome artists there who I now have informed about nouns. And so I really enjoy those sort of longer form interviews with people sort of seeing what they're doing in the NFT universe and then kind of applying and seeing, well, Hey, this is an artist or this is a builder. Like what part and like what portion of the nouns now could I help facilitate them into to potentially, you know, have a funded proposal just like myself. 
That's a really cool idea. Yeah, because nouns is such a... I can see nouns being such an organic way to get into NFTs in general. Um, because yeah. you hear of some NFTs out and about, like Bored Apes and things like that. But mm-hmm. I think, yeah, introducing introducing to the art and the glasses, more so than that, some of the proposals that have come through that just mm-hmm. make it... I don't know, the community is so different. I can see nouns being... I've I've went all in on nouns, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally totally get that and feel the exact same. Yeah, yeah. And your prop one ten, I mean, it passed like one hundred percent when you put that out too, which was amazing. Yes, I'm very grateful that that happened, and I think that all that shows is that people think that there is value in even just those conversations. And I think I feel like the reason it passed is because I had originally actually come through Prop House. And so I was a part of the Prop House very first round that Nouns ever did. Uh, round one. Um, I believe it was at the end of April. And I had this idea that I wanted to help proliferate Nouns. I do have um, some background with Red Bull and sort of guerrilla marketing. And I used to do production as well. Um, more on like the set design, art department coordinating side of things. But I obviously like production and, you know, I'm a very forward-facing person. And at the second I heard about nouns and um, at, at that point in time, you know, a lot less proposals were there, but the proposals that did exist were the fun glasses uh, by Klim. Um, it was the Bud Light commercial. So that had already happened for the Super Bowl. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just saw those noggles and just thought I haven't really seen anything that I thought could be just so well branded. Right. And then and then upon meeting everybody, hearing that. You know, they weren't this centralized brand at all. And they were actually just inviting people to tell their ideas of how they how they saw the brand and like what that would actually even look like. Um, you know, this is before even, I believe, uh, Nounish prop had passed. Maybe it was just happening oh, yeah. right at that time. But so, you know, they were like inviting people to even define what is Nounish. Um, and now we see uh, Nounish is on their second stage of their new proposal that actually dropped yesterday i believe it ends tomorrow and it looks like they're going to get you know unanimous pass as well so it's been really awesome seeing these other groups within the dow who are trying to define and show people what nanish is and seeing that being accepted so widely uh and so initially during the first prop house i hadn't even joined the nouns dow discord um i hadn't really talked to members in the community and it took me a couple times. So I did not pass the first time. I didn't pass the second time. I kept coming back and trying to reiterate. I didn't pass the third time. By the time I, you know, had the third round, which I think at that time is going to be like six weeks, I was just like, what am I doing wrong? And so Oxagami actually had reached out to me. Um, Oxagami, as we know, is, is the head of NarsDAO. He founded NarsDAO uh, within the NounsDAO. Mm-hmm. Um we had a lot of sort of similarities of things that we enjoyed. Um, I know he talks about um, sort of replacing that Red Bull-esque vibe by instead of giving energy drinks to kids, like let's give them opportunity and stuff too, which I completely 100% agree with. I love that. Um, so I think that he was able to sort of see my vision with what I wanted to do with this prop. And he really gave me some fantastic advice, but he said that I needed to focus on one event. He said, make sure that you're saying you're going to do one thing. Like, and at the time, um, the event coming up was NFT NYC. Uh, so I thought, what a perfect place to do that. And so that's when I put in my fourth edition 
uh, of my Nouns OTG prop. And it was to go to NFT NYC, you know, with stickers and just do a flat out sticker rate. It was just supposed to be that simple. And so as much as that round, I got the most votes I had ever gotten uh, during the other rounds, it didn't pass. And so I was really sad and upset. But luckily, uh, Toady had reached out to me at that time. And he's like, okay. And we all know Toady. He runs all the prop house spaces. And he's such an inspiration for builders in the space because he really takes the time to to understand the props that they're proposing, answer any questions, and almost sort of help you navigate through the Nounish ecosystem. Uh, and so he at that time introduced me to Noun 22. And that's the first time I had learned about small grants, which we now know as NSFW, uh, now Strategic Funding Works. And so once I got introduced to small grants, I basically just took my exact prop, that exact amount that um, was the ask for that round, which was five ETH, and small grants said, do it. And so the, at that point in time, small, uh, small grants had funded me. Um, I got to, I think there was like three and a half weeks left until the event. So I was able to not only have a successful event at NFT NYC, but I was able to show people that I could make that happen in under a month. And so the other really amazing thing that happened with it is that it it became by accident almost, but I think that's how we know how things kind of work in this ecosystem. But it was definitely a lot more than a sticker raid. Um, there was massive proliferation. We had other nowners and nounish builders there that we all got to meet in person. Uh, we got to see the NARSDAO, uh, huge, you know, Times Square billboards happening and all film all of that. The nounish crew was there filming. We got to film by the nounish mural, uh, which was over in Soho and so cool and became sort of this center point for any of those nouns people that sort of came to that event. Um, and then while we were there, at the exact same time, Shopify ended up rolling up in their film crew. So right. like, I literally got to be, even if it was like a couple seconds, like it, in the clip of the Shopify clip of their first ever sort of like NFTs, Shopify thing that they're doing, there's a clip of me walking across the street. I'm, I have the Noggle shirt. And then it's like a second clip of me, like putting a noun sticker up on the wall. Right. And so it just couldn't have been more perfect. Um, and at that point in time, I told kind of everybody in the community that I'd now like to expand on that. And so Prop 110 really was this like, gosh, like culmination of a lot of things. It it didn't just happen. It took a lot of time to sort of seed myself into the community to show people what I wanted to do and then to prove myself um, at that one event. So I'm really, really like I said, all of the opportunities that I have are only because of the opportunities that the NounsDAO have provided me. Because even offering Prop House as a way to fund builders off-chain um, prior to the larger on-chain proposals, if they hadn't have offered that, who knows? Like maybe I would never have even known about the NounsDAO. So I'm very, very grateful that I was able to sort of kind of see an opening there and just, you know, reiterate until... We got something that could be done correctly and then do that and then expand upon it. That's such an amazing breakdown of these steps into getting things passed, too, especially, I mean, I look at yours, obviously, I just think it's so high quality and it's so amazing. Oh, thank and you. Yeah. And even that, I mean, takes like kind of posting everything as far as like what you're going to do and like you, I don't know. 
there's a lot of nouns that are like a lot of nounish people that are so willing to help and mm-hmm. give feedback. It's very helpful. Um, and in you, you had to do it quite a few times, which, yeah, I mean, that can be discouraging for sure. So it's really motivational to hear like your kind of journey into getting this past too. It's very important. Yes. yes. And I think like, almost thank goodness that it happened that way because it has even motivated and inspired me to now help others. Right. And so I like to assist people with their props. I like to, you know, take someone's idea and even just on like a Google shared document, like there's a couple of people I've helped out with their props and stuff too, and almost like nounifying it. Um, and I guess since like I've become so familiar with the proposal process, um, I know that yes, as much as it's like, okay, it's going to be your own idea and what you want to do that's nounish. There's still very much like kind of a basic format of things that I know that nouners are looking for now when they're voting for these or, you know, what they kind of want to see funded, like what is sort of trending right now, what hasn't been proposed, you know, what what do I know is absolutely going to get shot down, right? In the sense of like, if it's just not sort of in line with the, what the nouns down wants to do right now too. So from that, I've really actually more opportunities um, have come up. And now Toadie and I, so Toadie, the original person who had really helped me reiterate over and over again in Prop House, we now together run a weekly AUA, so an Ask Us Anything, in the NounsDAO server, where we encourage all the people who are in the community or even people who have been there for a while to come in and literally ask us anything. And so it's really cool to be on the other side now too, where I was that person that had all the questions in the world. And now I'm there like, you know, able to assist people in the best way that I can and, you know, hopefully help guide people. And from that AUA alone, we've seen new props come up. Um, a great, great, great example of that is a community member named Psych Dre. He was so consistent uh, with coming to those AUAs and asking questions. And after each week, he he would do something that we said as like a piece of advice and he'd implement that, right? And now he's literally running these daily shows with Nouns Latam. And so he's created a whole community with Latin America and oh, pro- so noun cool. proliferation just because he was curious on how to do it. And then at that point in time, sort of got the advice that he would need to implement that. And so seeing even that go down and just seeing, I think, the process that he even went through where it did take those couple of weeks, right? Um, It was really inspiring. And I just want to, I think it also shows too, just this community and speaks to the community that the NounsDAO has built. Like, I don't know about you, but I just have never been a part of a group of people who were so you know, we're as much as like, we're all professionals too. We all like, you know, we throw gifts around everywhere and we all joke around with each other and stuff too, but we're highly creative, like highly motivated, um, people who absolutely execute on these things that we say we're going to. And so it's just been like an incredible experience sort of being within the ecosystem itself. Absolutely. So much passion and creativity and yeah, it makes you want to pull more people in and, mm-hmm push people up to up to the top you know it's it's amazing and i've seen that like because i joined through shark dow so it's been really cool to see people that are just kind of curious coming in and just trying to cultivate something and then now and i've i've joined your ask us anything and i loved it so i actually need to keep coming back for that i think it's such a good idea yes and 
you know, you just never know. And they've kind of become, sometimes we'll have more of like a specific topic, uh, but they have just become a little bit more of an open forum. And we'll find that after the hour, people started finally feeling comfortable with asking those questions. So I think you saw with this last one, it went a little bit, it basically went to two hours, but you you wouldn't even know. Like it just didn't even really feel like that because, you know, one piece of advice you're going to give to someone's question is probably going to answer five other people's questions, right? And so yeah, who knows what's going to come from that, but it's been really cool, you know, seeing the impact so far too, because I always just... I was just talking the other day to the group in the noun square about that because the noun square and we can start talking about that as well too at some point, but the noun square hosts those daily uh, shows uh, right around nine o'clock. And so nine o'clock is when the current nouns auction ends. Um, We settle it through playing FOMO nouns or sometimes we get rugged is what we call it. So if someone just goes and manually settles the contract, the FOMO nouns game stops uh, where we're sort of voting up or down for this next noun. Uh, but either way, that transfer and that swap over of that auction is now o'clock. And so it's kind of this time of the day that is always slightly moving, but it is this place that like everybody in the Nouns ecosystem can kind of gather. And we have like that thing in common, right? Where no matter what that Nouns auction is going to happen. And so we can all yeah. participate in that as well. Um, but oh, there was a specific reason I was bringing up nine o'clock in the Noun Square. I completely well, I think, the, I think the first time I... I heard you talk about anything was in was in the noun o'clock noun square group when it oh, around yes. the time I think or if, or if maybe it was lost nouns it may be it, oh yes 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 okay so what I was gonna say in reference to that was because of that daily space um I was talking to everybody in our team like we have a core team of about eight to ten people um which also or also includes Joshua Fisher from Shark Dow. I have nice. just absolutely been loving getting to know him he's another incredible person who's like insanely inspiring within the community and he's huge on supporting builders and helping them you know absolutely. figure out that they can get props in and all that stuff too but it really came up in the group that we don't even know the impact of one person, right? So even if one person comes in through I, like, through any of these things that we're sort of offering, be that the nine o'clock show, be that the AUA, um, be that an interview I do for Nouns OTG, one person can come in and do an incredible prop. And so, you know, you just never know the impact that you're going to have by just speaking, like talking about this and helping people understand and you know, sort of helping them frame how they're now going to view NounsDAO within their own world um, is just so key and so important. It is. And it's it's really cool to see some of these ideas kind of pop up where it's like, well, what if we do this? Because I do remember when Noun O'Clock kind of started going and it was like, well, who's who's going to host it? Shrugged yeah. hosted one of them. And then it was like, okay, so let's, there's a, there's a Twitter for it mm-hmm. and they're going to do it. And it's such a cool idea because, yeah, the picking the noun head has been a very cool thing. And I don't think it got enough recognition until noun o'clock. So, Mm -hmm. um, and of course, the time changing, there was one point where I remember it was like one or two in the morning. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah, we called that uh, knock winter, but it, oh my gosh, like to even get to the four in the morning. So it had to go through the whole thing, right? It had to be at midnight and then had to be at one, two, three. So Uh we... We very proudly, you know, kept that alive. And we talk about that all the time, too. Like, we didn't really see a fluctuation in the auction prices, right? The average median auction for a noun, because 
we were really holding that space there for people. Um, and then, of course, it also got and gave us a chance to highlight all the international communities um, that are involved with nouns because we were now hitting other people's mornings, right? As opposed right. to just like it the best time for us, like sort of on the, I think most of us are on the East Coast. And so we kind of share that time together. But, you know, setting that alarm and like almost like planning my whole day around nine o'clock um, was such a crazy experience. <laughs> and like, you know, and like I said, you just, Sometimes you'd wake up, you're like, I have no idea how the show's going to go. It is 3.30 in the morning for everybody. But then we'd have like this incredible guest or something. And so, and it would be like just our best show ever. And so, you know, it kind of just shows you it doesn't really matter what time of the day it is. Um, there's there's just endless, endless things to talk about and p- things to highlight, including FOMO nouns itself, which was actually a prop, right? So I completely right. agree with you. I don't believe that that was being utilized or highlighted maybe prior to this as much, but... We're glad now to sort of see an average of like 40 to 50 people participating and helping choose that next noun every single day. Oh, it's so exciting. I remember being on the show once when I'm I'm thinking it was around one in the morning and I was like, you know, I I go to sleep kind of early sometimes. So I'm like, I don't know. What if I just fall asleep? But it energized me a lot. It was very exciting. It was um, super fun. It's so fun. And the whole team... Great, great people. So, you know, some people on there, you know, like Joshua Fisher and Sam Ellis have been with the noun since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Toady, obviously, um, who I work with on a lot of things actually now within the nouns ecosystem. He's also been around um, and has been like a thriving community member. Um, I, I, I really made sure that like as soon as I actually was like a guest on the show before I started participating in it full time. And I just remember sort of seeing that opportunity I obviously love to talk, <laughs> so um, I kind of inserted myself as being one of the hosts um, or co-hosts whenever I could, and I'm really, really glad that I did that because, you know, we highlight builders and we highlight people within the community. Um, a teammate of ours, super tight Woody, um, it was really awesome to see him, you know, kind of come through there, be this awesome, you know, he came in through with a soundboard and became this integral part of the community and such a key member uh, that he literally, while we are even doing the show and stuff, got to to go through this proposal process. And so he's, um, I want to say, I don't know which number that is. I can look that up, but he recently got a proposal passed. And so that was, oh yes, nouns, sounds, noun sounds, uh, 139. So seeing right. him get that unanimous yes again, so 110 yeses, um, was just really, really incredible. And so I think, I don't know, I just couldn't stop saying amazing things about it. I hope, you know, now we, we are implementing soapboxes. And so outside of just our daily show that we do, that's our normal nine o'clock show at nine o'clock, uh, we have soapboxes. And so communities just like Sharkdale, so Sharkdale has one every week. Uh, Narsdale has a soapbox. Food Nouns currently has four up there. Uh, little Nouns has two because they have their normal one and then the Little Sisters, which is actually tonight. So if you're around in about six hours, or I'm sorry, four hours, the Little Sisters one will be going. But we really have taken our noun o'clock successfully passed proposal because we did put in a proposal uh, to be able to do this every single day. Uh, that was actually proposal 128. So the noun square at nine o'clock. Um, nowhere in there had we discussed soapboxes or doing these other community things, but 
within a month of us doing these shows, like we all are thinking about like, how do we grow this and how do we maintain this? And so I think the next, or the next natural state of progression for that and evolution was almost like become a media network, right? Where other people got to use the noun square as like this gathering place uh, to have their nounish gathering. And so we currently have 10 shows a week uh, outside of our daily shows. And I only see that growing as well, too. So, you know, I think it's always a good sign that whatever project you're working on, if it's having that natural evolution of growing, like, I feel like it's just the sign that it's all going in the right direction. Yeah, it's so inspiring. I mean, the whole network. And it seems like, I mean, a lot of work goes into it, but it, it grows effortlessly. So it just seems very organic. And, um, and you're getting other other DAOs involved, which is amazing because that's been kind of an issue where we're like, well, mm -hmm. we want to know what other DAOs are up to, but how do we mm -hmm. kind of know? This is perfect. That solves that problem completely. It's very cool. Um, yeah. And I look up to you a lot as far as like the interview aspect of it and doing it live. So, you know, sometimes I can be confident on here and then sometimes I get on Twitter live just because I haven't mm -hmm. done it a whole lot. And yeah. Man, it can be, I don't know why, it can be nerve-wracking. Yes, I completely remember that too. I think, um, so I had never even, I hadn't been on Twitter in years. And then the second I started getting into NFTs, obviously realized that I had to be a part of, you know, crypto Twitter uh, mm -hmm. and all of that too. And I think I instantly just like, I, I'll never forget seeing that little live thing up top. Like, what is that? And then right. just like popping into a space, hearing people talk and being like, what? Like, this is the coolest feature ever. Like, you can just have these public almost meetings and you can meet new people. And then I remember at the time too, because everyone's sort of like discovering these live spaces. Like, I don't know about you, but sometimes you'd pop into a space and there'd be like a person there that I like knew about or some check mark or like some literally open sea or something, right? And they would let you yeah. kind of just come up and talk. And so I think I, you know, the second I was sort of a part of, crypto Twitter and NFTs and even way before nouns, I like would force myself to go into these spaces. And I just remember trying to get so comfortable with them. And even one of the spaces, uh, I was a part of like a lot of the Dogecoin community spaces because they are just like the funniest, like nice. me people ever. Uh, but one of these guys did um, these like conspiracy theory stories, but he would do these nightly daily spaces. And I remember being so comfortable and just hearing people speaking and, you know, that I would like fall asleep to these spaces. And it also felt like it was like reconnecting me back to people, which I was having a, a very, very hard time with. I think especially during COVID, but even prior to that, you know, I just, I feel like I am a very social person. And then just for a couple of years of my life, that just wasn't happening for some reason. Um, and so I almost felt like I had to relearn you know, what it was like to like go into a group of people and like talk <laughs> at all, like talk about things I care about or talk about silly things or like, when do I insert myself? Like, when is a joke appropriate or not? You know, and so just having to almost like get comfortable with myself again and talking uh, Twitter spaces completely forced that up on me and, and made that happen. And then, of course, now nine o'clock with this daily space. Um, I will now that I know that you are into that, I will encourage you to be coming up there as speaker and just to come say hi and stuff too, because 
it really, I think once you shed that thing, um, it just starts becoming natural and you'll feel just as comfortable there as you do here. Yeah, that's what I hope for. And I feel you with the, like, I, I, I had a few moves. I moved a few times over the past few years. So everything has just been so messed up. And then that was mm-hmm. during COVID and before, like, this has mm-hmm. been very helpful to have sort of a base community because mm-hmm. I did feel a little lost, you know, you after you move, you feel like that. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, I'd love to absolutely get over my you know because i i can talk normally with people and i'm like i can do this i can be charismatic <laughs> but no, I gotta you, have do great, it. you have a great um speaking voice and it's actually very distinct like if i just like close my eyes and heard you talk i know i'm like oh that's kryptosha and oh, so nice. you already have all of the means um for that as well too but i will definitely be now encouraging you to keep doing that <laughs> yeah i appreciate that yeah i'll definitely pop in as much as possible <laughs> Yes. Cool. Yeah, well, and I know that you've been involved in, you've been involved in Nounsel, right? Yes. And so the second that I got funded by small grants, I immediately applied to Nounsel uh, because I just, I don't, I'm kind of that person, like once I see something that I like, I just dive all the way in. And I just feel like, especially, you must know this as well, but with the nouns, like you could not possibly know everything that's happening within the ecosystem. No. Um, and so, I mean, every morning I wake up and it takes me like, I go through and take a whole hour where I'm going through like all the discords. I'm going through channels. I'm seeing what people are talking about. I'm seeing what's going on on Twitter and stuff too. And so Nounsel really provided that opportunity for me to now meet other builders who had been like successful builders. Um, at the time you had to have like a, a project where you had like shipped it, I think was like sort of the vocab of like you know, you had to have one successful thing that happened. So that was like NFT NYC for me. Mm-hmm. And so I joined as Nouns on the ground, but Nounsel has been fantastic because it, it takes it sort of kind of to that next level. So then it's like a gathering of the builders. And then we all um, represent 13 to 14 at times, but I think right now it's 13 uh, delegated nouns. And so every time a new proposal comes up, every time a prop house happens, we all get to gather and our weekly meetings are about you know how are we going to vote on those and then of course uh which proposals is nounsel going to put their name behind and actually put up as a prop and so the really cool thing about the super tight witty prop which is that 120 um let me see oh sorry 139 the noun sounds Mm -hmm. was that that's a nounsel proposal so nounsel sponsored that prop to be on chain and so you know yeah it so they definitely play a very large role. It's like really dedicated people and people who basically at any time of the day, you can come to them with an idea or something. And you definitely see how it's like a gathering spot. I think there's over a hundred builders in there now um, where you can not only know that the hundred other people there, right. Probably have at least this one great thing in common with you, but it's where you can find like maybe that one or two or three people uh, who you really, really, really vibe with, um, maybe even on personal levels, right? And so mm-hmm. in those connections, more ideas come. So the the Nounsel being there is just so important to the community because not only are they inspiring builders, not only they're inspiring participation within the governance side of Nouns, which has actually become one of my favorite parts, and we can talk about that too, but you know, they're the place where you can connect with people who are like-minded and p- maybe even have similar projects such as 
the ones that you have or are interested in. Yeah, I'd love to join the council eventually. That's one of the things on my list. It's like, I, I, well, you can. I you make sure. Um, okay, so it's the twenty second. You have to get your application in. If you go to nouncil.wtf, and then mm-hmm. at the end of the month, they round up everyone's applications. But you would, you should a hundred percent be applying for. This is called. This is for Nounsfolk, right? The podcast. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. You can totally apply and say, "I do a Nounsfolk podcast. I'm involved with Shark Dow, and this is like your project that you do where you interview Nanish builders. That's completely Nanish and." Then um, come the first or the second in the Nounsel, everyone that's put an application in, you know, will just be listed there for Nounsel members to vote on. So we would see Kryptasha, like, should she be involved, yes or no, with your description and stuff, too. So you could, you know, by this week, get your app in and in two weeks, you could be on Nounsel. That's cool. Yeah, I wasn't sure exactly how that worked because at first when it first started, I was so deeply involved with Sharkdown and I was like, I mean, it was consuming so much of my time. So I'm trying to balance things a little bit better so I can so I can do more, which I don't know how healthy it is, but that's what I want to do. Oh, and, it's great. And then you'll be connected right there. And I mean, what a better place to be connected because I'm sure you, you, you would get like four months of guests just from the Nounsel alone, you know? And that's great because like what you mentioned about joining Nounsel and how you can never really know exactly what's going on all the time in nouns it's perfect Mm -hmm. because it is why it's one of the reasons i started this podcast because i i'm perpetually confused and i think that makes a good host for this (laughs) and i mean i try and i do stay on top of a lot of things but yeah there's there's other things i don't know especially digging into each individual person because Mm -hmm. it's just a a giant like map of of things because it's it's impossible to just be involved in one thing because everything's so exciting. Exactly. And it's so funny too that through your perpetual confusion, you've actually created an outlet for people to learn more about other people, which is yeah. sort of solving that problem if someone else were to be confused, you know? So I think you're if on the I right track. That, <laughs> if I can do that for just one person, it's worth yeah. it. Hopefully, like, yeah, I just want this to continue because i because i do love doing it so much i mean if i can mm-hmm. do more and more and more that's i love this whole thing mm-hmm. and the, yeah oh go ahead oh i was just gonna say um the governance side of things do you vote uh within shark Dow? i do yeah yep so that the governance and do you like that piece like do you like the governance side of these DAOs? yeah i do mm-hmm I do as well. Um, I actually didn't know how much I liked it. I kind of got to experiment with that for the first time within Nounsel. Um, If you join Nounsel, you also will get a lot more of that. I mean, we have like a Nounsel votes uh, channel that's just open to the public. So just right in the NounsDAO Discord. So you can go check that out too and see everything that everybody votes on. Um, But I recently actually, and I, I, I really owe this to Noun O'Clock. I owe this to Nouns OTG. I owe this to like the AUAs, but um, you know, I just recently was delegated a noun. So, um, Yvette's.eth, uh, he's the noun 309, the little thoughtful robot who I love so much. And, uh, it's actually funny because I had like six nouns that I chose to do my stickers for NFT NYC. And like, it's the six, six nouns I like proliferate everywhere. That includes this like, know me, noun or noun. I have the shark Dow, shark noun. 
uh, with the rainbow shirt. Um, I have mm-hmm. the little cat and stuff too, but this robot uh, was actually one of the nouns that I had picked. So it kind of came full circle. And we had been discussing for a long time. I really had been wanting to participate in this governance. And I'm really not kidding. Like, I, like I was on my way to this second event for Nouns TG, and I see a tweet from him saying, hey, if any active community members, you know, want to be delegated a noun, let me know. And so at that point in time, you'll see, um, I told you I was going to sort of get up on YouTube today, my first event video from NFT Expoverse, but how mm-hmm. I shoot that is very like run and gun style, right? So we have, we're shooting me doing interviews and then I'm holding like a microphone, which is really just an iPhone uh, to get the audio. And so on, as I'm holding the iPhone on the back, I always put a noun sticker. And so my noun that I used for all the interviews for ETH Berlin was actually the robot. And so it was already on my phone and was going to be like the highlighted noun in these videos. And he had said he was going to delegate it. So I sent that picture in and just said, hey, these are all the things I'm involved in and I would love to do this. And I got delegated the noun like an hour later. So I've now, as of like literally a week ago, been able to participate with a real noun vote on the on-chain, you know, proposal voting. I've casted my first three votes already. Um, and being able to participate in that way has just, it's just incredible. And, you know, I really thought it was going to be one thing and it's become a lot more. And, you know, as much as I felt like through Nano Clock and my involvement with OTG and stuff too, that I was really getting my bearings, um, this has opened up an entire other world. And so the Nowners, people that have nouns, uh, people who are pr- participate in the governance side of things, um, really take it to a whole other level of thinking. And so I find the nouners and the people who are participating to be very thoughtful. Um, they A prop goes up and whether they know who's posting it or not, or whether it's Nouncil putting up the prop or anything, right? Like everything is taken into consideration. Like, uh, can this prop actually happen? Uh, what does this look like? And I've been able to now be a part of these nouner calls um, and the conversations are a little bit more serious. Uh, mm-hmm. But that to me just shows like, you know, again, like this group of already incredible people and builders. Uh, now this other group of, you know, voters and people on the governance side, it's refreshing and just exciting to have to see how like people are actually really taking the time to be considerate towards these proposals and see, you know, not only that, but being like, you know, 4156 has started holding these community spaces where he's really trying to inspire people to be almost self-sufficient. So now it's like giving them that idea of like, you know, be the entrepreneur. Not only do we want to help fund your idea, but what we want you to start thinking about is, okay, so after this first round of funding, now what, right? How does this idea become a thing that's self-sustaining? Um, community building and stuff too. So, you know, through these conversations and through the governance side, I've really seen that the original founding members, as well as the very active nouners, really, really, really care about the DAO itself, the things that it funds, and then the people that they're funding as well. It's really motivating to know that too. It is, people are very, people are very careful and mm-hmm. you can tell by sometimes on the discourse or mm-hmm. you know, we had a prop from Shrugdow that didn't go through, but I reached out to like Noun22 and a few people reached out to other people. And it's so amazing to get 
just i mean there's there's so much information and you know they they want they want to pro- proliferate this obviously but mm-hmm. it is caring about each individual that takes the time out to write a proposal and want to be involved and also the delegation part which has been discussed a lot recently mm-hmm. i think it's so cool because when nouns first started and you saw like i remember seeing the price of these things i'm like well they'll mm-hmm. maybe one day i'll mm-hmm. be able to have one but absolutely not and the fact that so, I mean, obviously things had popped up like Shark Down, Little Nouns, but now, you know, you've been delegated one and it's possible, you know? Yes, it's possible. And it's more possible than ever, actually, because uh, during one of the Prop House rounds, so the first ever Nouns Mandates Prop House, uh, I believe four, oh no, five people got funded 20 ETH to for their projects right and the, and the mandate being hey basically hack on the nouns governance uh what can what would you do as a project sort of on the dev side for nouns governance and so the highest voted through proposal was agora and i don't know if you've gotten the chance to meet and or talk to yitong i know um, about but, agora he, he would be an incredible person to interview uh but yes. he um I can send you his Discord like name and stuff too, but he created Agora to help sort of solve this issue with delegation, right? And so if you go to nounsagora.com, you'll see, let me see, actually, there's these stats right at the top of the page about current nouns out governance participation. So actually this, this percentage has gone up 6% um, in the last couple of days, which is showing me that his, you know, vision is working, but there's a 34% average voter turnout currently at the moment. Last week it was 28, right? And so the whole point being, you know, of course, I'm I'm in the same boat as you where I myself can't necessarily afford a loan to just purchase my own noun right now during the auction, like a normal auction. Uh, and even though I'm a part of other groups that maybe hold nouns, uh, maybe my voice isn't as big there, right? So, uh, but there might be other individuals uh, such as the person who delegated Three, noun 309 to me that's not his only noun right so uh the reason he even delegated was because he's like hey i'm very busy he's basically doing like one of the most fun things right now i think in the dow but he's helping program rocco which was a noun that was purchased by 4156 and he's going to be our ai sort of experience experiment he's been our bot that's been recording everything shout out to the recording craig bot in here but our, our bot in the nouns dow is rocco uh, so while Steve's working on Rocco, um, he's basically said, hey, I'm going to be a little bit busy and I don't believe that I'm going to be able to maybe participate as actively as a voter. And so I'm going to now delegate my vote. And so I think that you're completely right. All of the conversations lately in the nouner calls, on the nouncer calls in general, right, have been about this delegation process, because if someone that owns 20 nouns is going to go on vacation for a whole month, uh, that's a lot of proposals that maybe are going to fly by that that 20 votes could really matter, right? And so I think the idea behind Agora, nounsagora.com, was that you could put your profile there and say, hey, I'm a community member. This is what I do here. If you're, I'm actively seeking delegation. Um, these are the things I believe in. Uh, these are the props I've loved. These are the props I've not really been into, right? And so um, even now there, that that you could make a profile there. And I think that you should, Kryptasha, but... It's giving people an opportunity in the community who are involved in the community, who are active, who want to participate in the governance, 
um, but don't necessarily have that token yet. It's it's going to be the place where now you can be connected with the person who has the token and may not be able to at this time participate in the governance, right? Because I'm not going to be delegated this down for forever. I think he said two months um, while he was doing this work with Rocco, right? So I did mm-hmm. put a profile up in there just in case too. Let's say if after those two months, the noun delegation is gone, you know, I will be open to wanting that delegation at that point in time, I'll be able to prove and show sort of the proposals and stuff that I've participated in. But it's cool. It's almost like a dating site, matching site where you can match yourself with a nouner, right? That might yeah, that looks so cool. think the same way as you and stuff too, but just be too busy. Yeah. I haven't looked through it yet, but I'm, I'm looking through it now and I love it. I love the yes. way this looks. It's so cool to see how many, um, how many nouns people have. And yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing you and a little robot. (laughs) (laughs) A little thoughtful robot. I know. And that was actually really cool too. Cause I didn't know, you know, there's some people on here and their profiles. um, I didn't know that they had delegated nouns. Right. And Mm so it's just really cool um, to help, you know, solve that maybe voter turnout problem. But even though the 34% average right now, like is very high for DAOs in general. Right. I feel like yeah. people have, a, uh, that could be like a very common issue DAOs have just because everyone has, you know, whatever they got going on in their lives and that's just completely normal and natural. And yeah. typically we don't have to like show up for so many votes all the time in our normal life. And so, you know, but that was something that I definitely think, you know, is going to be key to this next phase of them like continually building on their governance. And the fact that this is, was the most voted, uh, proposal during that nouns mandate round also shows how active again this community is and like how you know people really are taking the governance side seriously and yeah. i think that that's just really inspiring i think yeah i think we could beat out countries on voter yes. turnout eventually because i oh, know yeah. vote voting is it's already hard to get people kind of you know more involved but Man, this is so cool. It's so cool. I expect to see A, your Nouncil application in, and B, your Nouncicora profile builds. I know. I think you're a perfect fit for both of them. I think I'd love to do both of them, too. I need to, um, yeah, I need to manage my time better. (laughs) And I need to write a few proposals so I can start getting paid again, because that's one of Mm -hmm. the issues. I kind of... I kind of, you know, quit in real life job to work on um, ShardDAO. So if mm-hmm. I can just get it together in that way, I just get so overwhelmed sometimes. Well, and two, like, I think like the not past ShardDAO one that just recently went through, maybe it's mm-hmm. because um, the four separate projects it listed needed to come and sort of maybe ask individually, right? And so yeah, that's definitely something a small grants, that's more like small grants-esque. Um, I know that they've changed their name to NSFW. It's just hard for me to say that. I don't know right. why. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I just think that there's a lot of opportunity still there for you. And I, I, I do see you consistently showing up in the community and anyone that's going to take on sort of an interviewer role in my mind is insanely valuable because like, look at all the light that you're bringing to these other things anyways, too. Cause even though I didn't, code or participate in nouns agora we're now talking about that here right so we're highlighting all these other builders anyways even just in an interview with someone completely unrelated to it right yeah i love it i mean yeah if i could just do this and pour everything into this and expanding it and adding 
new, I don't know, segments and video. I just, I love mm-hmm. it. So any way I can contribute. Yeah, because I, I don't code. I mean, there's some very impressive mm-hmm. people in this community. Oh my that gosh, I know. My mind. But yeah, I'm not there. But yeah, I think I'll probably go the small grants route with this um, because you're right. I think us individually, you know, we, we have to feel out and that's kind of what we're doing now. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's definitely going to be the route I take here because I want to show people what I can do. And I was thinking too big and I just need to, you know, one thing at a time. I I was too. Toadie always jokes about like my very first ever proposal. He's like, she came with a business plan. It was just too big, right? And so, but it was cool because it ended up being like the big overall grand vision. You have to have the big vision, right? Before you can hammer that all the way down and chisel it down to like the one thing you know that you can deliver and deliver it, you know, in a great way um, and like knock it out of the park, right? So I think the big vision is great. Like the fact that you guys have that, that is like not a problem. That's actually like what you guys will end up being. Like, I believe that 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 Shark Dow prop in particular could come back a couple months from now once everyone had, not even a couple months, like, we know how fast this space moves. Um, But once you guys all sort of did your thing, like everybody then in the community would know, oh, I know Cryptasha. Um, I know these other three Shark Dow projects. Like, of course, it is a no-brainer that these things would continue. So... I think maybe just hammer, chis- like chiseling it down just a little bit and then just to continue to build to end up becoming that big vision. Is, yeah, it's true. It's totally the way. Yeah, because the, the second comic is already out um, for yes. Mars Millionaire. Yeah, and Nick is working on the, um, the creative contests. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's true. I mean, I tried to start, I remember getting the whiteboard out and writing up like, I want a giant, like, it would be so cool to have this and the network and things like that. And I ended up mm-hmm. looking like that meme with Charlie from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that I use that me. a lot. <laughs> yeah. So it's now I'm yeah. trying to explain, yeah, and trying to now tell people. That's what I feel like uh, often. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, I did take a picture of the whiteboard and post it in there. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I look crazy. <laughs> You know, another person who would be so fun for you to interview would actually be CDT. Um, oh, I've interviewed him. Yeah, I need to have him oh, on again now because, yeah, he's doing so much more. It's amazing. And the Nanotalk podcast. Um, and that's probably where I think you heard me. Oh, that was the Lost Downs podcast. Oh, yes, which is Nanotalk. Okay, so yes, I'm, I'm getting confused here. But yeah. he's great because he would be someone to be like, okay, well, how did, did this even start? Because... He got to the point where by, you know, the now anniversary on August 8th, he had a one-on-one interview with 4156. And so he would be yeah. someone fantastic to talk to you about, like, well, how did this even start for you? Like, who even was your first guest? Like, how did this happen? Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, because once he started the Lost Sound, I thought it was awesome. And now, like, he has his own. And I'd love to work with him in any capacity that I could, too, because, and he's so, he's very easy to talk to. Um, mm-hmm. I'll have to, I need to cut up some of my podcasts in like short clips. And that's one of them that I'd love to, because there's so mm-hmm. much just information there. And I'd love to have them on again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Some great members. I, I think I was seeing, um, that you had maybe interviewed Goldie and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. So cool. Yeah. Because he's a shark. So I, I did the kind of a meet the sharks and I had now 22 on here too. Um, I've had some awesome people and mesh up and yeah Incredible. i just want to keep that going and and yeah i 
I like the idea of like um, CDT having like his own podcast and seeing like what he does too. Because I need to listen to actually the newer episodes so I can mm-hmm. kind of like I I think it's very impressive and I just hope I can create something like half as good. Honestly, yeah. Hey, I mean, you literally are, you know, and I mean that. It's- that's cool. I, I appreciate that a lot. <laughs> cool. Well, um, so I, I was looking through, like we went through nouns on the ground, noun yep. clock, noun soul. Um, and I, I've seen, I, I know I've seen food nouns pop up in your, are you, are you involved with food nouns or in yes. some way? Yes, I'm very involved in food nouns. Um, and so food nouns, Okay, so funny enough, Food Nouns was a part of Prop House Round One as well. Um, and what it was was a cookbook. Uh, so that was the first iteration. Uh, Grant and Ryan, they're in the community. They, they have docs names and stuff too, so it's fine that I'm saying that. But they are the Food Nounders. Uh, they are both professionally trained chefs. Um, you know, ex-working chefs in the kitchen. They are no longer in the kitchen uh, for various different reasons, but have a total passion for food. Um, and obviously, you know, the big inspiration that happened was the fact that like every single food is a noun, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, there's a lot of food noun heads already, but like every single dish you can make every time a day you could eat, um, everything you could do with food is nounish essentially. Right. And so just like with the other sub DAOs, uh, food nouns went from this sort of early iteration of a cookbook to, a whole sub DAO with this idea of being able to niche fund specific projects, right? So what if the whole DAO was built around, you know, we had these four core values uh, within food nouns. And so that would be like food production and innovation, community gardens, education for, you know, children and non-children, even adults, right? Like I am by no means a chef (laughs) and I am totally okay with that too. I'm a forever like life learner in that retrospect and stuff too. So, you know, food education is something that's going to be important to me, uh, for my life and stuff too. And food touches everybody's life in a different way. So I think utilizing that as a sub DAO, which also allowed, uh, the forking of the nouns DAO code, which in itself I find extremely nounish. Um, that's how that kind of all happened. And so I have definitely been there since the very beginning. Um, at side of the Food Nounders, we have a core team called the Kitchen Nounsel. And so I think what we saw like with Little Nouns and with Nouns is that after conception is when sort of uh, this like group that got to help vote and stuff was created, right? So I think it's like Little Nouns has like their little league because uh, after they just absolutely blew up, they're like, hey, we need to, like another group here kind of helping yeah. with running things because as much as it's decentralized there are things that have to be run and we know that on Nounsel, like if we all have to vote on votes like who's actually in the discord putting that vote up right so it does take coordination it does take work to sort of manage and run the discords and twitters and food down o'clock spaces and stuff too so we saw it you know very prudent in the beginning to already have that group uh so the kitchen Nounsel is there and it has tons of different people who are various involved not only within the nouns ecosystem but who are themselves like foodies um one of our members michael gottlieb who a lot of people wouldn't know because he's not um necessarily online all the time or 
as active within Nansdale, but he himself like is still currently a chef. He opens restaurants all around the world. We have another restaurant owner on our kitchen council. Um, you know, and these people have these long-standing family histories um, with food. Michael Gottlieb, more specifically, uh, with his family bakery. And so we're talking like, you know, decades-old recipes, oh, wow. like secret recipes for these uh, amazingly delicious foods and stuff too. So these people really know what they're talking about. And so I think the big idea is this: is that you know, Food Nouns wanted to be able to participate within the Nouns DAO by forking the code, which is just so cool. And like, just like you, like I, I'm not by any means a programmer, but prior to Nouns DAO, I did launch like a couple of little NFT projects. Like if it's one Solidity contract, like I can do that. No problem. Mm -hmm. But like, that's more of like your old school, like 10,000 PFP type of NFT company that I think we were seeing back in like, you know, 2021 and stuff right um, yeah and i kind of like got into that and was like very much into the fact that i could even like learn how to do that uh and then i think i've i found houndstown i was like oh this is like eight or nine contracts and i actually know nothing so <laughs> but i have like through just like a general interest definitely like looked through every single line of the houndstown code um it's gotten us uh to be familiar with the other sort of developers in the space Juan being one of them and being like, Juan is just a fantastic person and is so smart. He has nouns town. Uh, he's helped do YOLO nouns. And so he himself, through being a developer, has been able to launch these other projects outside of his sort of nounish project. The main one, which would be blocks, uh, where someone could, when you buy a nouns town noun, you get to create like this whole world within the blocks uh, metaverse, right? And so. Interesting that like like nars dow let, let's say has their blocks metaverse and there's like the skateboard noun in there and it's like a skate park right so i mean these people are just incredible and just brilliant 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 developers but it's been great to be able to sort of look through that code and stuff and actually see how freaking brilliant and i really mean this the original sort of developers that were the nounders are like the system and the code that's set up to for these things to just run on the blockchain forever just blows right. my mind. And so, you know, us getting that code up, um, we also changed the, um, we, we added a payment splitter. Uh, the programmer who helped us actually was a complete, you know, out of the dark. His name is Yan Zero. You'll see him in the developer chat. He's an incredible person. He's very into... Um, the NFT world and is like a speaker at conferences um, in like Southeast Asia. Um, so he's he's just incredible. And we were able to communicate with him and he launched Food Downs. And so he was our developer working on that as well. Um, but in that launch, a couple of the new things that we added are a payment splitter. And so the payment splitter, uh, so if you're familiar with Nouns, 100% of the proceeds go into the treasury, um, right. which is then you have to do a proposal to release those funds. And so for food nouns, we set it up to where after every auction, so there's three of them a day, the whole idea being like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm -hmm. um, after each auction, that's split four ways. And so 50% of it goes to the food nouns now treasury. 25% of it actually goes to the nouns treasury, just right directly to their treasury. Um, uh uh, 15% is going to the kitchen nounsel and then 10% is going to the food nounders, right? And so we created a way that this 
founding bodies of people as we're working and stuff that we can sort of be compensated for that. And then that 25% to nouns, that was really, really important to us too. It's sort of a, it's a topic of conversation definitely amongst nounders and nouners of, you know, do they want that? Is it appropriate or not? Some people feel that they'd rather 100% go to the subdows treasury so they can just be successful on their own. I think when we were doing that payment splitter, our thought was, well, like, this is only possible because we literally forked this code from from you guys. And so it's that constant, like, it's almost like after every auction, it's like that thank you. And it's the really fun, crazy part that's been like really interesting to see is if you click on the nouns down treasury and go to their ether scan and look at their daily, you know, transactions that happen there. It's just the transactions from their one auction a day. And then you'll see these three little sort of baby transactions that sort of come in now too. And so that's from food nouns. And so it's the that's first so cool. time, yeah, that a subdow has like given directly back. And, you know, what will that mean? I don't believe we know that yet. Um, but the action of it itself, to the, just the fact that it could be possible, I think was sort of one of the more brilliant things that I'm kind of really proud about that the group who founded Food Nouns sort of wanted to implement from the beginning. Yeah, that was a really big deal when that happened. I remember, um, yeah, because it was the first one. And I remember that happening. I just, I didn't remember which subdoubt was. So that's very mm -hmm. cool. Very cool that you were able to split that because I think, you know, you guys definitely deserve to be compensated as well. And, and yeah, that's, so that's the idea of the fork is very interesting to me. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's, that's a really cool thing. And I wonder if that will, that will like continue with other sub DAOs and things like that, because, you know, we're usually making proposals to get the ETH and, mm -hmm. and now, yeah, I think it probably will catch on. I think so. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing too, like, you know, it's a slow start and who knows, like, I think what we all know to be true is it sort of doesn't really matter like how much each auction goes for. It's this thing that we're all sort of learning and participating in. And so even if it has that sort of slow start, that's totally fine. Like even right now, there are currently no on-chain proposals within food nouns. It's kind of this like discussed thing in our discord amongst all the food nouners and the people that own these tokens that we almost want to wait till the treasury gets to at least like 10 ETH, right? But right there on the front page of our site, that's foodnouns.wtf we have this tracker. And so the tracker itself, uh, well, first of all, there's a leaderboard there, which is also a new feature. Um, so that we're trying to bring some new fun, like gamifications of people wanting to collect these tokens. But right under that is a constantly changing, you know, total contributions tracker to NounsDAO. And so we've contributed 2.773 ETH so far to the NounsDAO. And we just be proud of that. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, I see that. That's oh, that's awesome. It looks like there's a lemon today. Is that right? Yes, I just saw oh, that. I came here and I'm like, oh my god! So that new auction has started. So our auctions go every eight hours. Nice. I like that when you scroll over it, it tells you what head it is. I'm not sure if Nouns does that now, but if they do, they didn't, and I've got a few of those wrong. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, I know. I I've just from like having to do all these heads and stuff too. Um, have learned a lot about these accessories. And I think nine o'clock, some people are like really, really good at that. So I've definitely learned a lot, but I want to say, I hope I'm not wrong here, but I want to say that little nouns were the first people to put the code in where you could actually scroll over and do that. So I don't think you can currently do that. Oh, actually, oh, cool. 
maybe it was lost nouns now that I'm thinking about it, but on little nouns, on lost nouns, um, you can definitely hover over that NFT and sort of see what the, the things are, like the traits and the accessories. That's so cool. I need more ETH so I can buy all of these things for sure. <laughs> it's, I've been slowly trying. I have a NAR and yeah, that's, nice. that's basically, that's the only thing stopping me from, from just, you know, going crazy on every sub DAO. Yeah. I know. And I think that that's, what's so exciting too, because we're, you know, who, and like the nounders and nouns themselves always will bring it back to, Hey, this is a great experiment. This is like the grand experiment and they're hundred percent right. And like, no one knows what's going to happen. But the thing that's been so cool is I've seen, even if people are like, you know, sub down maxis are getting involved in this, like we are all talking about nouns all the time still. Like mm-hmm. each sub DAO, all of us collectively together, we're all nounish and in the nouns ecosystem, right? I don't know one person that's just like, I'm a full blown NARS only. I don't talk anything nouns. Like it just doesn't happen. And no. so, you know, them having a forkable code, it being all open source, the CC zero whole aspect of it is just like so revolutionary in the sense of even marketing alone. Like it blows my mind because it is so like, you think that like, in the copyright world that we're so used to, you know, that you have to protect all these things because then otherwise people will take your idea and run with it and, you know, you'll miss out on all of the benefits of it too. And that's just, we've seen, I think, the complete exact opposite within the Nouns ecosystem that as more and more sub DAOs pop up and more Nounish things that come related to them or not, it's all related and all bringing people essentially back to Nouns. Yeah, I was talking to the Nounish professor about the CC0 because she, I mean, she worked in the opposite field. Like she knows a lot about copyright. So it was interesting to hear that point of view. And this will be my first, like, I mean, I knew about open source, but CC0 is kind of new. So seeing the endless possibilities and everything that's coming out is still so high quality. I mean, there's so many arguments you could find that are against CC0, and none of them are popping up yet. And yeah, I I think there's plenty of arguments against certain copyrights because Mm -hmm. I I think it stifles creativity. And then there's also, I'm into like, I like looking into like lost media, not like myself doing the research, but I think it's interesting because I like a lot of shows from like 50s and before. I think it's very interesting. And there's so many things lost. And I think... Part yes. of it was, yeah, because these companies had dominion over it and didn't want to give it up. And then eventually something happened. And I think it's that's so deeply sad to me. Well, I know. And I think we've had such a great example with this sort of opposite thing happening now with Moonbirds recently, right? So them having started as a traditional, not CC0 sort of art, and then them flipping and sort of being like, hey, and telling their whole community kind of overnight. I know that everyone feels like that happened overnight that they were going to go zero. I'm not sure if you know, but at that point in time also, um, so Gremplin, the, one of the main artists for Nouns Dow is, I believe, associated with the art for Moonbirds. I want to say art or I'm not quite sure, but he's definitely associated with Moonbirds somehow. And so I think that when that happened, you know, all of the nouns were like, yay, and kind of celebrated that like, oh yeah, another great CC zero opportunity, right? Right. Whereas we saw a lot of the majority of the Moonbirds community being really upset um, and sort of not really understanding. And I think at that moment in time, too, that was like a great reminder to all of us of like, hey, 
just because we're having this great experience and we know these things, like not to forget that, you know, how much time did it sort of take for us to acclimate to that? Because we all are part of a very copyright world, very copyright heavy world. I mean, we are literally taught that if you have a business idea that you need to go and get a copyright on the name, you know, your slogan, your mm-hmm. logo, like immediately, right? So it's not stolen. And right. so I think at that point in time, you know, people were really expressing, but hey, like I wanted to do a comic book with my own Moonbird that no one else had access to, which I think is also the thing that we're now seeing playing out in the board ape community, right? Where mm-hmm. some board apes are being licensed out and and whatnot. And, you know, I think some Moonbird people had said that they had maybe lost licensing deals now that it was just CC0. But I think during that whole time when that initially came out, that information, I was definitely a proponent of and trying to be someone that was like open to anyone to be able to talk about the CC0 aspect and how it can be beneficial. But I think, you know, we just have to remember that that's not going to be that's going to be less of a conversation where after the conversation, someone's convinced. And that's going to be a lot more of like weeks and weeks and weeks within a community where you're actually seeing firsthand the benefits of CC0 versus, you know, privacy within that copyright and sort of trademark industry-esque art. Yeah. I still have a lot to learn about the CC02. We're in nouns. I mean, we're like three layers deep mm-hmm. in like, because we had the CC0 and then NFTs and then crypto. I mm-hmm. would say there's a lot of people that don't understand or get like very angry um, along with that. So it's so, yeah. it's so wild. It's to like, because I forget. I'm so like, this is, I'm just entranced. We all are in all of this. And to take mm-hmm. a step back and then remember that like, people, yeah, we had to learn people that hate NFTs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think like bringing that full circle back to OTG, like those TikTok interviews I do in the street where I ask someone what a noun is, you know, I'll ask a kid what a noun is and the kid will say a person, place or thing. And I say, correct. Yes. And I give them a shirt with the little noggles on it. And then they go on their way. We'll, we'll never see each other again, maybe. Right. But in that experience, nowhere did I say this is an NFT. This is a DAO, CC zero crypto. Mm-hmm. Right. But we got to have an exchange where, you know, we created like this one sentence where that person and I both knew what a noun was in the normal world. And so I think the hope is that this person plays their thing, you know, will come back to, it just kind of opens up the door for the much, much, much larger conversation that you and I both know happens when you do start learning about nouns, DAO, crypto, NFTs. I mean, there's so much involved, um, with the learning process and, you know, that gap of even like, you can't even say really the word NFT to a random person without absolutely terrifying them. Mm -hmm. Um, if they're unsure about that, but I don't blame people for that because that would be like, if someone wasn't trading shares or stock or had nothing to do with wall street, right. Wall street would probably look very scary and intimidating to them. So You know, it's just going to, it's that exact same, I think, sentiment. And so we just got to ease people in. And I think the big massive goal for OTG in general, is not going to just only be nouns DAO onboarding, but crypto adoption onboarding for normal people who maybe are just learning that they could even enter this world and sort of start learning about it in a safe way at all for the first time. 
Yeah, I mean, the OTG is, is like, it's very important. And that's, like, to, like, I guess summarize, you know, kind of taking it back to the beginning. I mean, why I had you on is, I mean, it's it's very... It's very brave of you to go out there, and I think it's very caring of you as well to get people um, just, I don't know, to, to have a conversation about these things. And, and you know, you bring out the art and the name, which I think mm-hmm. that's, that's very important to the culture. And I think people appreciate culture a lot. And I think that's, that's what's going to do it, I think. I think nouns... Nouns, folks, they're just very personable. And I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I, th- I think all of this is going in the positive direction. I can't see it any other way. Like, I just, I'm very positive about it. And I'm kind of the same way where if somebody ever wants to talk about anything, then, mm-hmm. then I, then I can, I need to get, I need to get better at it because I've just kind of been confined to, you know, working in this so but mm-hmm. but i mm-hmm. think that's what it's gonna it's what it's gonna take i mean it's gonna take people who are good at talking to other people and just getting the idea out there because i think it's worth looking into and yeah. it's just it's worth well because like, don't forget yeah. too for otg which you'll see when i post this first video later on youtube i'll definitely make sure you're the first person i send it to but um you know, in talking about these things, I'm wearing those noggles the whole time, right? So nice. someone's like, and I feel like um, I didn't know this was going to happen at first too, but definitely like being able to just wear those on my face and sort of have that barrier between myself and that person, it's definitely made it a lot easier. Um, but again, it shows you this value of this one singular image, right? Um, I feel like we're taking away an almost like, OTG gets to become decentralized at that point, right? Because it's not Optoshi. And like people might learn my name and stuff at that point too, but it's really these glasses just staring you dead in the face and they're huge on my face, right? So it's like, that's the thing that that person is going to remember is those noggles, right? And and a great example of that is after NFTX Swiverse, since we were in Los Angeles anyways, which is actually where I, that's like my old stomping grounds and like where I'm from. um, I was like, we have got to get this, like, I just had this idea about specific content we had to get. And so I don't know if you're familiar with, like, Jimmy Kimmel and the interviews that he does sort of in the streets right outside of his studio in Hollywood. Oh, no. Oh, my gosh. So Jimmy Kimmel, the Jimmy Kimmel show, which I don't know if it's, like, the late show, late, late show. I don't know. I don't know what the actual show is called. (laughs) Yes, it's one of them. Uh, So he interviews people right outside of his studio, right on Hollywood Boulevard, um, on all the Hollywood stars and stuff too. So it's kind of like a known funny thing that all the celebrities he brings on or like Jennifer Lawrence will go and do interviews right outside of that studio. And so we went directly to that spot and we're interviewing people outside of that place, right? Um, and people were like laughing, like, is this Jimmy Kimmel and stuff too? And like, we're not really telling. And so we're kind of piggybacking off of that already known media experience that people around the world know, right? right? And then one of the kids that I had interviewed there, he was there with his family. Uh, you know, they pushed him to do the interview with me. It was fantastic. He was super funny. I got him holding up the shirt with me after. Then the next day, I thought like another really great location to get sort of the noggles and to do a couple more of these interviews was Universal Studios. And so we went there and the same exact family was there and how oh, they, wow. they saw me because I was wearing these noggles. And so literally the recognition of complete strangers who was like a whole family just on a trip knowing nothing about NFTs, right? 
they saw me in two locations and made that connection already, right? And so there is something so valuable to that. And, and, and it's just kind of like proof to me that even the image alone of just the noggles will absolutely be proliferating nouns now in ways that like we couldn't even put a value to or imagine. Um, and so I'm excited to get this media out. Um, my nouns OTG proposal didn't even talk about doing media. And so I think that I, I, once I was going to these events, I just knew that like being able to provide these experiences and show that was going to be able to prove this value of OTG and not OTG me and Optoshi, but OTG just like nouns being on the ground anywhere, right? That anyone can take the OTG. Anyone can throw on those noggles and do this. And I think maybe perhaps the next iteration of OTG for this next year of events coming up is going to be, you know, not just Optoshi on the ground at these places, but you know, making sure nouns are OTG at key events, no matter what, be that me, be that another person who is maybe forward facing and wants to be on the ground and sort of does that thing. So, you know, just like that one experience alone of this same random family sort of seeing and recognizing the noggles was like all the proof I needed to know that we were sort of going in the right direction with that. They are solidified in Nounsdow history. They are the Nounsdow family, whether they know it or not. <laughs> exactly. I love, I love it. Yeah. And and just like like you said, it being everywhere, I, it would be so cool. I mean, because I, Japan has been getting in on Nounsdow. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be so cool to to have just like the little, the, the Japan show. Oh and oh my gosh. The Nounsdow Japan community is massive. Um, Todi mm-hmm. actually just did a space with them and there was over 140 people in their live in the one space. Oh, and wow. so they are absolutely building their community in ways that I think that we all need to look at and take as like a really prime example of how to do such a thing. Yeah, I need to join that Discord server. And I'd love to interview one of them. I need to get like a translator. I think that would be so cool. Oh, that would be so cool. I'll ask Todi who like the main two people are there and I will definitely, definitely get that info to you. Yeah, that would be great. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm just imagining this network of on the ground nouns everywhere is mm-hmm. is very cool and i think that'll absolutely happen i mean i only see it happening that way it's gonna be that's that's so fun to think about you have like your own like network the on the ground network and youtube mm-hmm. which i do i uh, will link to that video when you do post it too if you want um, oh yeah definitely and, i'm probably yeah, gonna absolutely. get up here like in this within this next hour after we are done here but it's just kind of cool that that all ended up working out together um you know, I, I, I just can't wait. And it's going to be a little bit different. Like, you know, the Nounish videos are just absolutely fucking cool. I, oh, I don't know if you're allowed to pass no, on yeah, here. I think it's the okay. Nounish, yeah, the Nounish videos are so awesome. Highly produced. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I just like, you know, even 4156 himself says that he uses them to show people about Nouns Down and stuff as well. Oh, and yeah. then so my goal for OTG was less of a short form, you know, really like jumping around sort of video like that and more of like okay i'm going to focus on like i have my longer form interviews with people who are in the crypto space where i'm kind of standing there with them in person interviewing them while wearing the noggles and then i have my short form or like tiktoky content with completely random people who are gonna see these noggles on my face answer a question get announced t-shirt and then go off and then who knows how long until they associate you know 
seeing those noggles again and being able to know, oh, I participated with NounsDAO and stuff too. So I think it's a little bit of a different media content than we've seen um, kind of released within the ecosystem so far. So I'm kind of excited to see it out and sort of see what everyone thinks about them. Yeah, it's going to be very unique. I'm going to keep up with that for sure. Um, yeah, and I'll I'll let you get to that, of course, because I don't, don't want to hold you up anymore. And I, you, you've given like so much information. It's so awesome to hear like your journey from, you know, just the nouns and the proposals and an idea and how an idea can just, I mean, how it comes into fruition with, with nouns. I mean, it's amazing for sure. Yeah, it is. And I think like, you know, it's been really, I, I'm really grateful that you invited me here. I've loved actually getting to know you a little bit. Um, and I just think it shows like there's a certain type of person, right? If like, I think we call them builders in this community, but mm-hmm. I, I don't even know. You don't even really, I think we're, we're called builders cause we end up like doing these projects and stuff too, but we're really just like creative collaborators. And I think that this is all happening on this grand scale and things are able even to scale because of this community that the nouns DAO has provided. And so again, I will always bring it back to being you know, grateful to just the nouns down in general for actually creating a space where even you and I could have this conversation, right? So, I mean, it's just, it's just really cool because at the end of the day, as much as we're being connected through nouns, we're also getting connected to just really talented, creative people in general. And so that's just something that, you know, we, we got to really appreciate because I don't often find that in other parts of the world. No. Yeah. And a lot of us come from, you know, well, some people come from web too, and then there's in real life things and the actual mm-hmm. support and yeah, just being around. It's so, it's so inspiring. And yeah, we are called builders. I'm not sure if there'll be another name because I feel like, yeah, yeah I, I, I feel you on that. I'm not really sure exactly what I am. <laughs> but I'm something. Well, I think you're a builder and don't forget to you, you're, you got to apply for now. So you have seven more days, but I would definitely say that you're applying as a nouns folk and that you do these like nanish podcasts and stuff too, and that you're involved with Shark Down, I think it would be an absolute no-brainer for people to vote you into Nouncil. And so I really look forward to actually seeing you on those calls in probably two and a half weeks. Well, okay. I need to do that. I have seven days. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for telling me about that. And cool. Well, and how I'll I'll end this is kind of an idea I had just asking, you know, your favorite noun head, because I have a few, you can name a few if things step out, but I'm sorry, if things like, jump out at you but mm-hmm. what do you think my favorite noun head well i do love my little delegated noun so i gotta love the little robot head so freaking cute okay. um but so there is kind of like an inside joke uh within the noun square and noun o'clock and unfortunately or fortunately i don't know but a lot of the guests also know this joke too but during the noun anniversary i don't know if you remember but we had to do it we did a 24-hour space and so that went for oh, the whole gosh. 24 hours of the noun's birthday. Um, yeah. So all of us were there and all of us participated, like basically, or were trying to that whole time. Uh, ben Body was the main host on the account and stayed up the entire 24 hours. I ended up accidentally, I, I blame it on Ben's voice. It was very ASMR towards like the midnight <laughs> hour after we had already been going for such a long time. But I had about like a five hour like sleeping session there. I think people were like my my little icon was still up there as a co-host. And like through that, um, they ended up calling me Nap Toshi. Uh and 
the name has stuck. So obviously the pillow head noun, mm-hmm. I have a little bit of a an absolute sort of jokey love for as well too, but gotta love that little pillow head. I love that. I like the pillow head too. It's very cute. <laughs> yeah, it's very cute. That there is one noun that just happened. It was like the pillow head. Um, oh, it didn't just it wasn't a noun. It was like during one of our uh, FOMO games, but I took a screenshot of it and like made it like I, it's like up in my office, like pinned on my board right now. But it's That's the cool. pillow head wearing a CC zero shirt. And so I just thought it was like the cutest, funniest thing ever. I saw that on Noun Zagora. That might be the only pillow or that oh, yeah. I know of. Oh, yeah. What is your favorite noun head? I there's something about the glasses that wears glasses that really gets me. Uh, double I glasses. Know. I just. I do. I love it. Obviously, I love the shark too. Um, mm-hmm. That's and then gnomes. I love gnomes, so I was super excited when I saw that there was a gnome. Oh yeah, I way love the gnome as well. Oh, and the other head that I think I've, I love, maybe have loved more since Food Nouns started. But um, Food Nouns has like uh, all of the food heads that already exist. So not mm-hmm. anything like I'm. I'm on the nouns right now, looking like you know chicken head and all the. If it was an animal head, no. Uh, we we didn't put that there. We thought it was a little strange. Uh, so we had the food head and then we have like, um, 35 additional new food heads in there. So Grant himself, uh, you know, unknown pixel artist to everybody else. And then we got to kind of see that through food nouns launching, but he had like 25 different new ones in there, including like s'more, uh, spam musubi, uh, sir nodes contributed for, and then Maddie from the main DAO also contributed, uh, chocolate taco head i think when that one day was trending we're like choco tacos were going to be taken away from us um but also so in addition to all of the actual food heads we did add the void head and so i think that was our way of saying you know we can all be here celebrating food but we also have to be very mindful to the fact that some people don't have food uh, right now and, you know, not everybody's having a breakfast, lunch and dinner, and we need to be like sort of privy to that. And so we can always ask ourselves, well, how are we going to contribute uh, to maybe addressing those issues and stuff, too? So the void head and the food nouns community has definitely become sort of like um, one of the favorite heads for sure. I love that. I, I love that. I love that people are constantly thinking of, of ways to help. And, you know, um, I've. Well, and I guess I'll mention this too, because I was on, I think mm-hmm. Food Nouns might have a soapbox. Mm-hmm. Or, yep, yep. Four right now, currently. Yeah, I got on there. I would I would suggest everybody check that out because they were talking about like sustainable farming, things like that, yes. um, environmental, yes, yes. all of it. I love it. I just want to mention that. I loved it. <laughs> I love it. I know everyone is so thoughtful and like forward thinking in this community that it's just like, it's not even about keeping up with all the projects. It's about keeping up with all the passion that everybody has, like with the different things that they want to do within the nouns down and stuff too. So it's just so exciting. It is. And I can't wait to see more from you and I'll be posting. I'm going to gather some links here and definitely check out the YouTube. I cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. I know it. Um, and yeah, Thanks. I just want to thank you again for coming in here and, you know, helping make this show what it is and what it's going to be. I mean, thank you are so welcome, but also just thank you. I mean, you're fantastic. And I can't wait to watch your show announce folks and Cryptasha grow within the community as well. I appreciate that a lot. Thank you everyone for joining in and we'll be back in a week or a few weeks. We're going to get everything going. All right. (laughs) Thank you.
Thank you for checking out the Nouns Folk podcast, and a huge shout out to Nouns Square for sponsoring this episode. Every day a new noun goes up for auction on nouns.wtf. That time has been dubbed Noun O'Clock. Because of FOMO nouns, people are able to vote on what the appearance of the next noun will look like at fomonouns.wtf. Will the head be a unicorn or a pair of glasses? Will the shirt be gray with a pie symbol on it or a rainbow? More people are participating in the Nounish community every day, and the Noun O'Clock spaces from the Noun Square is a huge reason why. The time of day varies depending on when the last auction is settled, but there's always a live episode to tune into to celebrate the new noun while hearing and participating in Nounish conversations with regulars on the show and special guests. Some of the most fun I've had in this community and in Twitter spaces have been in those spaces. There's good vibes, hilarious and entertaining people, and some of the best use of a soundboard I've heard. Plus, there's contests and poaps, and who doesn't love both of those? Because of the success of the Noun O'Clock spaces, they've also started hosting soapboxes for other Nounish communities like Sharkdow, Lil Nouns, Food Nouns, and a lot more. To check out the lineup so you never miss one, go to thenounsquare.info. That's T-H-E-N-O-U-N-S-Q-U-A-R-E dot I-N-F-O. That website is also a great resource to learn more about the Noun Square in general. I also recommend following at the Noun Square on Twitter and joining their Discord to keep up to date with everything they're doing. Be there at the square.